0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, June 24th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Timanini. I'm on my own today because Ashley's dad was in town over the weekend. They went over to Yankee Stadium on Sunday to see not only the Yankees play, but also old-timers game. I know that they saw uh, Mariano Rivera and a bunch of other folks, so hopefully Ashley and her dad didn't burn to a crisp too much out there. I know it's I know it's hot up there. Anyway, if you need someone in your ear holes talking about theater more than just me, we had plenty of it in the podcast feed over the weekend. First up, on Saturday morning, James had a special interview with John Miller, who is a singer, bassist, and Broadway musical coordinator working on over 130 Broadway productions. He has a new album out called Stage Door Johnny, colon, John Miller Takes on Broadway. Give that a listen. Then later on Saturday, I had a new episode of Tell Me More in which I talked to not one, but two of Disney Theatrical's leading men. First up, I had Michael James Scott, who's currently playing the genie in Aladdin on Broadway. Then I spoke with L. Stephen Taylor, who is currently playing Mufasa. In The Lion King. Uh, They both have been with their shows for a long period of time. Michael, more than the five years that Aladdin's been on Broadway. And then Steven has actually been with Lion King for most of the past 14 years. So check out that interview. They were both fantastic. I'm really, really pleased with how that turned out. And then on Sundays this week on Broadway, Peter, Michael, and James talked about a bunch of different things, including The Secret Life of Bees at the Atlantic Theater Company, Long Lost at MTC, Transport Group's Sweet Charity Concert, and Peter's trip to Alaska for the last Frontier Theater Conference. So, plenty of stuff to get you all of your theatrical fix heading into this new work week. Okay, on to the news. First up, on Friday, we had a little bit of a weird situation, as we got a bit of exciting news, only to have it then disappear from the interwebs, before finally coming back and being reconfirmed. That news was the announcement that PBS's great performances would, over this past weekend, be filming the Shakespeare in the Park production of Much Ado About Nothing, directed by Tony winner Kenny Leon. The cast of this widely acclaimed production includes Danielle Brooks, Chuck Cooper, Latifah Holder, Billy Eugene Jones, Margaret Odette, Hubert Point. DuJour and others. There was no additional information given as to when this would be airing, or if it would even be on PBS proper, or perhaps their new streaming service called All Arts, or perhaps both. But either way, we will of course keep you updated when the production is eventually broadcast, when and wherever that might be. Okay, next up, let's take a look at what's going on in this week's theatrical schedule. The week starts in earnest on Wednesday as we get the first performance of Encore's Off Center's production of Working, featuring Andrea Burns, Helen Hunt, Christopher Jackson, Javier Munoz, Tracy Toms, Matteo Faro, and David Garrison. This musical, which of course is based on the nonfiction work by Studs Terkel, features songs by Stephen Schwartz, Craig Carnelia, Mary Rogers, Susan Birkenhead, James Taylor, Mickey Grant, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, and is set to run at City Center just through Saturday, so feel free to consider this me mentioning its closing date for this week as well. Also on Wednesday, we have the first preview of Hallie Pfeiffer's new play Moscow, 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 Moscow at MCC. The contemporary reimagining of Anton Chekhov's three sisters stars Stephen Boyer, Tabby Gevinson, Sass Goldberg, Rebecca Henderson, Greg Hildreth, Chris Perfetti, and more. The show, directed by Trip Coleman, is currently scheduled to run through August 3rd. Next, moving to Thursday, when LCT3 will officially open the new musical by Grace McLean, called In the Green. The great comet favorite not only wrote, but stars in this unique medieval musical. Directed by Lee Sunday Evans, it is currently on sale through August 4th. Then on Friday, business is about to pick up in a big way as Moulin Rouge, The Musical Begins performances at the Al Hirschfeld Theater on Broadway. This stage adaptation of the beloved Baz Luhrmann film stars Karen Olivo as Satine, Aaron Tveit as Christian, Danny Burstein as Harold Zidler, Sa Nagauja as Toulouse-Lautrec, Tam Mutu as the Duke, Ricky Rojas as Santiago, and Robin Herder as Nini. Directed by Alex Timbers and choreographed by Sonia Taya, the book is by Tony winner John Logan and features an eye-popping set by Derek McLean and gorgeous costumes by Catherine Zuber. When the show had its out-of-town tryout in Boston last year, the reviews were mixed to positive. They praised the show's design and the company, but thought that some of the new songs added just didn't work as well as the originals, and that Tevate and Olivo didn't quite have the chemistry that Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman did in the film. So here's to hoping that Timbers and company were able to get those issues figured out before its bow on Broadway. All right, let's finish up this section with this weekend's closings. First off, we have two off-Broadway shows bidding audiences adieu on Saturday. First, it is Kate Hamill's adaptation of Little Women from primary stages playing at the Cherry Lane Theater. And then we have Becca Brunstetter's Public Servant at Theater Breaking Through Barriers. Then on Sunday, the Roundabout Theatre Company says farewell to three shows, two on Broadway and one off. Kiss Me Kate will say goodbye at Studio 54, and then All My Sons will exit the American Airlines Theatre, and Something Clean will play its final performance off-Broadway at the Steinberg Center. Also closing on Sunday will be Dave Malloy's Octet from the Signature Theater and the Manhattan Theater Club's Long Lost at New York City Center. We will, of course, have links to all of these shows if you want more information or if you want to get tickets, especially to those that are closing later this week. Okay, next up, I've got some recommendations for you to get your week off to a good start in addition to all of the great podcast stuff we have in this feed, of course. The first comes from the Works and Process series at the Guggenheim Museum, in which the creative team behind Secret Life of Bees discusses the process of creating the show and cast members perform songs from the musical. If you haven't been able to get a ticket to see it or you have seen it and want to learn more or see the performances again, this is a great video to check out. It's over 30 minutes long, so it gives you tons of content and a look inside the creative process and to what the songs sound like for the show. Next, over the weekend, London had the annual West End Live concert, and it featured performances from a bunch of musicals, including two that will be of particular interest to Broadway fans. First, a show that we already know is going to open on Broadway later this year, Tina the Tina Turner Musical performed, and then we had another show which is in the middle of its North American premiere before it will play a few other locales before, likely, coming to Broadway, and that is six. If you would like to get a look at these performances before they land on the Great White Way, head over to the show notes. And finally today, on Friday, the Transport Group announced its two-show 2019-2020 season, and it will feature the world premiere of new musical Broadband Arkansas by Ellen Fitzhugh, Harrison David Rivers, and Ted Shin. Directed by Jack Cummings III, the show will run in October and November of this year. Then, in February and March of 2020, the Transport Group will present the updated version of the unsinkable Molly Brown, starring Beth Malone, and directed and choreographed by Kathleen Marshall. Longtime listeners will know that this team has previously teamed on the show in Denver and at the Muni in St. Louis and had long hoped to bring it to Broadway. James and I had always been a bit suspect as to whether or not. The Nickel Molly Brown, without a big-name star as much as we love Beth Malone, would be able to sell in New York, even if it was presented by a not-for-profit company. So I'm sure that Malone and Marshall are disappointed that they weren't able to get it to Broadway, at least not yet. But I'm sure for them it has to be pretty exciting to get to be able to present this show finally in front of a New York audience. And who knows, perhaps the response will be so overwhelmingly rapturous that producers and investors will open their wallets and immediately bring it to the main stem. Okay, that's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Thanks for spending part of your Monday with us. Ashley and I, I think we'll be back together tomorrow unless she caves and buys tickets to see the JRB and Sondheim concert tonight, which, Ashley, you totally should. You won't regret it, I promise. Um, either way, someone will be back to talk to you on Tuesday. Have a great start to your week.